הרי נמי כאשר עצמי לאכול את הצדיקים האמיתים של דורנו, אכול את הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר ארצהם ובשחת רבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה. נא נח נחמן נחנו נאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, today we're going to do two תורות again. Like we were doing in the past few days. תורה מ"ה, תורה מ"ו, תורה 45 ו-46, which are both לשון רבנו, both from the manuscripts of רבנו הקדוש. תורה מ"ה, לשון רבנו זיכרונו לברכה, this is directly from the manuscript of רבנו, the language of רבנו, may his memory be a blessing. מחאת כפיים בתפילה, we're on the same theme of clapping hands during prayer, we're going to see today is all about clapping hands, and רבנו is going to explain the significance in a different manner, according to the lesson he's about to give. So clapping praying, prayer, your hands during prayer, כאלה דזה נתעוררים בחינת כנפיים. When you clap your hands during prayer, with this you awaken the aspect of the kenafayim, which is the wings. Shemisham ba'adibur, that from the wings emerges speech. Kemo shakatubah, it says in Kohelet, uval kenafayim yagid davar. The winged creature will tell the word, shall speak the thing. Meaning that from the winged creature emerges this speech, this word. Uchtivene also said, Yecheskel vide adam mitachat kenfehem. The hands of, they had, um, they had human hands, under their wings. What did that mean? Nimtza, we find whenever a person awakens his hands, as we just saw in Yechazkel, that, that under the wings, that they had human hands, meaning from the hands when you clap them together, then the wings are awakened. And what are the wings? Kenafaim comes from the word Kenafaim is the wings, but it comes from the word which are the the lungs. The lobes of the lungs. That from the lungs comes speech. As we know. That the lungs are responsible for the air which travels and becomes speech. But you must still um, prepare and rectify the mouth in order to receive the speech within it. The mouth needs to be prepared and rectified. And when you, when you put one hand to the next, when you clap your hand, with this you prepare and you evolve it. Through this you create the mouth and it becomes into existence. Because in every single hand, you have five fingers. And when you slap these lights together, when you clap these lights together, the right hand with the left hand, the right five fingers with the left five fingers. Meaning five times five. What do you have when you put five times the five of the right hand times the five of the left hand? You have 25 Whenever you slap the left hand to the right hand, you have 5 times 5, that's 25. You have also 25. So you have 2 times 25, why? You have the right hand that moves to the left hand, that's 5 times 5, which is 25. And then you have the left hand, which moves to the right hand, which is 5 times 5, which is another 25. So you have 50 in total. You have the numerical value of 50. These are the 50 times that Yitziat Mitzrayim, the leaving of Egypt, is mentioned in the Torah. We know that Yitziat Mitzrayim is mentioned 50 times in the Torah. Why? Because it says in the Zohar, Shemot, Daf Memvav, that through the aspect of Yovel, which is the 50th year where everyone goes free, all the slaves, etc., etc., the 50th year which represents this aspect of freedom. It's through this aspect of Yovel that we left Egypt. And the essence of the exile of Egypt, which is what, what is the exile of Egypt, Rabbeinu says? What does it mean that the, the exile in Egypt, that we were in exile in Egypt, is that speech was in exile. 
Uvi Shvizaya Moshe Kevat Pe, and this is why Moshe was very, was, he had a stutter, he had, a heavy, he had heavy lips, and it says, Kevat Pe. He had heavy lips. The idea of stuttering, he had a lisp. Um, as it's in Shemot chapter 4, verse 11, over there, but through redemption, the mouth, or one evolves into the aspect of the mouth, the mouth become, comes into existence. That in Egypt, what is Egypt? That Dibur speech is in Galut. But once we leave, then speech is brought out of um, exile and is redeemed. Nimza, we find, we find that through the 50 gates of Bina, what's 50 that we said? The 50 is the 50 times that we, uh, what do you call? That Yitzhia Mitzchem is mentioned. But what's 50 also? We know there's 50 gates in Bina. The 50 gates of Bina is what creates the mouth. Who places a mouth to a man? Who gives a man a mouth? It's a rhetorical question. Hashem is saying, who gives man a mouth? When Moshe asked, how am I going to speak to the people? Hashem told him, who's the one who places the mouth on a person? It's me. So I'm going to tell you that you have the koch to speak. What is it? Me, Sampel Adam. Who places a mouth on a person? Me. What's me? Me, Daikav. It says me specifically. Why? Because we know me, as it says in the Zohar, is a reference to Bina. Why? Because me is the numerical value of 50. Mem is 40. Yud is 10, which is 50. 50 gates of Bina. We find that when a person claps his hand, the five fingers of the left hand strike the five fingers of the right hand, and then the five fingers of the right hand strike the five fingers of the left, you create the aspect of me. What's me? That through the aspect of me, one creates the mouth, as we saw in the verse. It's me who places a mouth on a person. It's not... We can read it as a question, who places mouth on a person? That Hashem is asking Moshe. Who do you think places a mouth on a person? He's asking Moshe rhetorically. But you can also read it, me. It's the aspect of me. It's Bina who places a mouth on a person. The 50 gates places a mouth on a person. As you see by Egypt, etc., etc. Then the mouth receives these words from the lobes of the lung. As we said earlier, that the winged creature shall speak the thing. So speak the word. And the wings are awakened from the awakening of the hands of a person. That the hands of a person awaken the wings, which are the, the lobes of the lung, etc. Then the speech. It says that there were, were hands of man under their wings. And all of this we see naturally. That the hands stand where? Opposite. That they stand right at the same levels of the lungs. That they're right next to the lungs. Right hand to the right lung, left hand to the left lung. This is why the poskim in Shulchan Aruch, um, the halachic master, what do they write? If the wing is broken close to the body, then it is taref, that the animal is taref, um, it's not kasher. For it's certain that the lung has been punctured. If the wing was um, broken close to the body, why? If the wing is the aspect next to the hands, as we saw earlier, that the hands were under the wings. And what's the wing? If it's next to the hands, then what's the hands? The hands stand opposite the lungs. So if the wing is broken, then the lungs must be broken too, that there must be a puncturing in the lung. And this is a soul on Shulchan Aruch, why an animal is taref if the wing is broken close to the body. Awesome. That's the end of Torah Memhei. Now we hop into Torah Memhei, Leshor, Rabbeinu Zichonon Vecha. Mecha'at kaf bishat at fila. 
the reason why we clap our hands during Tfina. This is the aspect of placing one's bed between north and south. As we know, it's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's a saying, that over there, it says a person should place his bed facing north and south. Why? For the bed, the bed represents his aspect of marital relations. And what's marital relations? The aspect of tfila. It says in Tikkun Ezoar, Tikkun Yud. And also in Tikkun Nunchet over there. This aspect of the bed is marital relations. And marital relations is the aspect of prayer. All this the same idea. And north and south represent the hands. And this is the sword on why Abba Binyamin in the, in the Gemara Brachot that Hayamud Bet said over there that he would be very careful that he would always be careful that his prayer was always next to his bed. Meaning what? Meaning there should be no separation between his prayer and his marital relation that he should always pray next to this aspect of marital relations. And um, that from one act to the next, he would always um, he would always connect prayer to the act of um, relations. We also see that through the clapping of the hands, judgments are sweetened. For there are three sorts of havayot. So the names which represent the three hands. What are the three hands? We know this aspect. We see all this earlier. With regard to the Pidyon a few lessons ago. The Yadak Dola, the great hand. Yadak Chazaka, the strong hand. Yadak Hamad, the exalted hand. These three hands represent the three names Yudke Vavke. The Yadak means the Yadak Dola. The right hand represents the, the, the great hand, Yadak Dola. Yad Samur, the Yadak Chazaka. The left hand represents the strong hand, the mighty hand. And at the time whenever you strike your hands together and you clap your hand, what happened whenever you join them together, the right hand with the left hand, the yadak dola with the yadak chazaka, the great hand with the strong hand? What happens? You join together both of these concepts, which creates the yadarama, which is what? The exalted hand. The yadarama is the combination of yadak dola and yadak chazaka. And we know that speech, when it emerges from a person's mouth, where did it really emerge from? The garon, the throat. What's garon? Garon is the numerical value. Of 259, which is the same numerical value as three times Elohim. Elohim is the numerical value of 86 times three is 258, plus the word in itself, Elohim, is 259. And then Garon is also the numerical value of 259. So we see that throat and three times Elohim um, are the same numerical value. And how are these three names Elohim or the throat rectified or sweetened? How does judgment sweeten from these names Elohim? Through the three Havayot, the Yadak Dolay, Yadak Hazaka, Yadak Ramad, we just saw. Zeperush, and this is the explanation of what it says in Tehilim. Nafshi bechapitamid vechule. It says, My hand is constantly in my palm. Nefesh, when it says Nafshi, my soul, sorry, Nafshi bechapitamid. My soul is in my hand constantly, is in my palm constantly. So what's Nafshi, my soul? Nefesh, the soul, Zeperchimot Dibur, this is the aspect of speech. How do we know this? It says, my soul exited when I spoke. My soul exited when he spoke. Meaning what? That the soul emerges through speech. So speech is the soul. And what is speech? Prayer. It says, And what's the aspect of the soul, sorry? So the soul is speech. And what's also the aspect of the soul? Soul is prayer. As he says, He tears his soul apart in anger. 
Bechapi, when it says nafshi bechapi, in my hand, my soul is in my palm or my hand constantly. Bechapi, my palm. And bechinat mechat kaf. This is the aspect of mechat kaf, kapi, meaning mechat kaf, to clap your palms together, your hands. With this, you create the, the verse, you bring into existence this verse. And your Torah, I have not forgotten. The numerical value of the Torah Tchalo Shachachti is Shalev. 336. Which is the numerical value of the three. Which is 26 times three. The numerical value of 26. So 26 times three is 78. And we said the Shalosh Elokim is 258. So 258 plus 78 is what? 336. Which is what? The sweetening of the judgments. The, the, the acronym of the Torah Tchalo Shachati. The first letters of this phrase, the Torah Tchalo Shachati, you have 336, which is 336, which is the combination of the three Elohims, the three, three Elohims, which is the numerical value of 258, plus the three Yudke Vavke, which is 78, 258 plus 78 is 336. This is the sweetening of the judgments. The essence of forgetfulness comes from Mochin de Katnut, constricted intellect. Whenever your intellect is small, when you're lacking in this, um, this expansion of the mind, which is what? What is constricted intellect? Elokim. The name Elokim, Elokim whenever you sweeten Elokim with your palms, which is what? Clapping your hands. Through this, through this, you. You bring into the aspect of this verse, the Torah and your Torah have not forgotten. Why? For the for the for the acronym of this phrase is three is Shin Lamid Vav, which is three hundred thirty six, which is the sweetening of just Elokim. Which is whenever you add the three Yud Kevavkes, which is what combination of the two, which is when you create this this expanded intellect, not this constricted intellect. Perush, and this is what it says in Tehillim Kivi Chashak. Because for me he yearned, and for that reason I'll deliver him. Because for me he yearned, I'll deliver him, Hashem said. What, what does it say in the verse? For me. Because for me. What does that mean? Because for me, numerical value of chaf, yud, bet, yud is membet, 42. As it's brought in the Hakdamat of the Tikkun Ezoah. Which is what? Three times Yad also. Yad, which means hand. Three times Yad is also numerical value of 42, as we saw in another lesson. So Kivi, as it's brought in the verse in Tehilim 91, is what? Numerical value of 42. Yad times three is also numerical value of 42. That what happened? What is the connection between the two? Because what does it say? Kivi chashak. Because for me, he yearned. Kivi is a reference to this yearning that is brought in that, in that verse in Tehillim. So Kivi is this aspect of yearning. And when does yearning um, come into existence, is revealed? That what happens? The revelation of this passion of the heart. This yearning of the heart is revealed in the hands. This is the aspect of clapping one hand. When you do this, it says, and I'll deliver him. This is the aspect of sweetening the judgments. When you clap your hands during prayer, you're able to sweeten the judgments of just Elohim. 
with the three hands. Yad times Yad times Yad. It's a numerical value of 42. With also the clapping the hand, one is able to nullify strife. Argument. Why? For argument stems from the aspect of the jealousy, the argument that Korach had on Aharon HaKohen. Aharon represents the right, Korach represents the left. But whenever you clap your hands, you're able to encompass the left within the right and the right within the left. Korach and Aharon become one. And you create this unity between the two opposites. This is what it says in Tehilim. It says in Tehilim, this aspect of the world, the world, or the the light, his lightning bolts, Hashem's lightning, light up the world. And the earth saw this and it trembled. It, uh, and the earth trembled after it. The earth saw it and it trembled. When it says the world, this is a reference to what? Clapping the hands. Because the right hand represents Ayn Bet, which is the 72 letter name of Hashem, which is the aspect of Chesed. And the left hand represents Rayo, which is the aspect of the numerical value of what? Gevurah. But whenever you compass them, one another, the left becomes within the right, and the right becomes within the left. You have two Rayos now the left and the right, and then the right within the left. And which is the numerical value of what? Rayo times 2. 216 times 2 is Tevel. 432. Because in 72, which is the right side, there's also 3 times 72, Gematria Rayo, which is what? Ayn Bet times 3. 72 times 3 is Gematria 216. And the 3 times Ayn Bet, which is the, the Chesed, which is Aaron Kohen. This is the aspect of the three Kohanim, the Kohen Gadol, the great Kohen, the Kohen Ediot, the Kohen Ediot, and Uzgana Kohen, the assistant Kohen. But by the virtue of the Tevel being seen, this aspect of Tevel that we just explained, which is the clapping of the hands, through this, the lightning bolts are, are able to illuminate and light up. Meaning what? Sorry, the, the, the thunder is able to light up. Meaning what? That the, the machloket, that the strife, which is called barak, thunder, is rectified. How do we know barak is called, um, thunder is called argument? His arrows will flash like lightning or like thunder. This aspect of what? That the arrows of war are like thunder. This aspect that um, Barak, thunder, represents this concept of machloket, war, which is when two opposites are arguing. And chet, arrow, is the language of machloket. The masters of the arrow made him their target. What are the masters of the arrow making a target? This aspect of, um, what did it say? What did the masters of the arrow this is where Rabbeinu proves that arrows represent machloket. Masters of the arrow is what? Ba'ale parguta, masters of argument, masters of strife. So we see that arrows represent strife, machloket. This is what it says. This is the explanation of what it says in That all the nations join hands. 
This is the aspect of joining together. For two times, Ayn Bet and 216, is what? Is the numerical value of 576. Rayo. Rayo 216 times 2, as we said earlier, is Tevel. 432. Ayn Bet times 2 is 72 times 2, which is 144. Plus this 432 is 576. As Rabbeinu is awesomely bringing down this Hidushim. Um, so this is Rabbeinu bringing down all this Kabbalah to explain this significance of clapping your hands during, during prayer, this simple act. What you're able to accomplish when you do such a thing. Um, um, Rabbi Nathan says, seeing that before I copied this lesson from his holy writing, I wrote about this subject a little bit of my uh, about um a little bit on my own. According to what I heard, and seeing that some matters are more clearly explained over there, therefore I will copy them also. And the two are equally as good. This is what it says. This is the subject of clapping one's hand during prayer. It's brought in the in the gates of the, the repetition of the Amida. I have been tranquil, but he broke me asunder. This idea of what, as we saw earlier, Shalev is 336, which is the, the acronym of 336, which is the sweetening of the judgments. As we saw earlier, three times Elohim is 258, plus three times 26 is 78. That is numerical value of 336, Shalev. This is the Shalev we're talking about. Shalev is this, what we just talked about, three times, Yudkevavke, three times Elohim, and it's also the acronym for which phrase, and he will put for you peace. This is also the numerical value of Shalev, if you take the first letters of that phrase. That these three times, Yudkevavke, sweeten the three Elohim, because we know Elohim is judgment. Yudkevavke is Rachamim, the three Elohim, Yudkevavke, sweeten the three Elohim. Kiesh, Shalosh, Adain, for there are three hands, Yad HaGolei, Yad HaZakah, Yad HaRama, there's the, there's the, the great hand, the strong hand, and the exalted hand, Vehen. And these are, this is what we said, Yad Yamin, Hu Yad HaGolei, Yad HaSemol, Yad HaZakah, Ve'alidei Chabukat HaEdem, Nasi Yad HaRama. We said that the right hand represents the great hand, the left hand represents the strong hand. But through the clasping of the hand, when you clap your hands together, you create the exalted hand. It's a joining together the two. This is why when a person claps his hands and he joins them together during prayer, he sweetens the judgments. For the hand is the aspect of Yud Kevavke. How do we know this? Yud Otiot Vedarad Otiot. Yud Kevavke, Yud Otiot, Vedalad Otiot, you have 10 letters and 4 letters. Yad is 10 plus 4. You have the Yud, which is 10, Dalad is 4. Valede, Shalosh Ayadaim, and through the three hands, Shu Shalosh Avayot, which are the three Yud Kevavke, Zimkakin, Hashalosh Elokim, he sweeted the three Elokim, Shem Hadinin Hayot in Magaron, which are the judgments that emerge from the throat. 
Which what did he say earlier? Garon is matria three times elokim, which is to teach us that the garon, the throat, has judgments. These three elokims, but you must sweeten it with the clapping of the hands, which is the three yutke vavkes, which is the three hands. The Huse Gural Zikaron, this is also propitious for memory. My soul is in my palm constantly. Nafshi, my soul, this represents prayer as we saw. My soul left as he spoke. So we see that the soul represents speech. My soul is in my palm constantly. Meaning, whenever you clap your hands together, which is what? When you clap one palm to the next, during prayer, with this, you fulfill the verse, and your Torah have not forgotten. For forgetfulness is the constricted intellect. And when one sweetens the judgment that we saw above, then he's in the aspect of expanded and great intellect. He had no more forgetfulness. This is why it says, And your Torah have not forgotten. Which spell out, if you take the first letters, Shalev. When you sweeten the three Elohim with the three Havayot, no more forgetfulness. This is specifically when he's praying. Because it's when a person is praying that he knows whether he's in the aspect of constricted intellect or expanded intellect. For the speech is the revelation of the mind, the mentalities. Speech is whenever you're able to reveal your mind. From his mouth came wisdom and understanding. So we see that from the mouth that one is able to understand how his mind is at play right now. Is it in constricted or expanded intellect? And specifically when you clap your hands during prayer, you're able to reveal that aspect. And go from this constricted intellect to this expanded intellect. May we have the merit to do so, but to clap our hands during tefillah constantly, to be besimcha during our prayers, and to be in achdut with Hashem, God willing to fulfill the words of Rabbeinu.